Hello, this is Dhyanesh from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 24th of September. In the last 24 hours, India registered 31,382 new cases of COVID-19 and the country's death toll has exceeded 4.46 lakhs after registering 318 new fatalities in the last 24 hours. Currently, there are around 3 lakh active cases and 3.28 crore people have recovered after testing positive. The centre has informed the Supreme Court yesterday that it has decided to treat suicides that occur within 30 days of a person testing positive for COVID-19 as COVID-19 deaths, entitling their kin to 50,000 in excretia. This decision by the centre comes after the court had asked the government to reconsider their condition to not consider deaths by poisoning, suicide, homicide or accidents even if COVID is an accompanying condition. Meanwhile, the centre also notified that differently abled people and those with restricted mobility will be administered vaccine doses at their homes. A few hours ago, gangster Jitender Jogi was shot dead by two assailants dressed as lawyers inside the Rohini court in Delhi. The attackers, allegedly from the rival gang of Sunil, also known as Tillu Tajpuriya, were shot dead in retaliation by the counter-intelligence team that was escorting Jogi to the court. The shootout took place when Jogi, who was lodged in Tihar jail at present, was being produced before the court. Speaking to NDTV, Delhi Police Commissioner Rakesh Astana said that Jogi was not shot in response to a gang war. Asthana also said that it was indeed a security lapse and the police will look into the matter. He further said, and I quote, I assured you, I will not tolerate this lapse. Action will be taken against those responsible for the security of the court, unquote. Speaking to news agency ANI, Bar Council of Delhi chairperson Rakesh Sherawat said that such incidents have been happening repeatedly and court security is at stake. He also said, that despite having raised this issue with the Delhi Commissioner of Police, no concrete steps have been taken. The Centre told the Supreme Court that a caste census in 2021 would not be feasible and that exclusion of information on any other caste other than SCs and STs from the purview of a census is a conscious policy decision. This came as a response to a request by the Maharashtra government for the census department to gather information on the backward class of citizens in the 2021 census. The Ministry of Social Justice in its affidavit submitted in the Supreme Court said that a caste-wise enumeration in the caste census has been given up as a matter of policy from 1951 onwards and thus castes other than SCs and STs have not been enumerated in any of the census from 1951 till today. According to the centre, during the preparation of the first census of independent India in 1951, it was resolved that no race, caste or tribe inquiries should be undertaken in general and that such inquiries should be limited to scheduled castes and tribes notified by the President of India in accordance with Articles 341 and 342 of the Constitution. Among some of the other reasons enumerated by the centre are challenges to collection of data in respect of backward classes due to phonetic similarities in caste names and use of gotra etc. The centre also said 
that census preparations start three, four years in advance and the central government issued requisite notification on January 7th, 2020 on the questions to be asked, 31 in total, and inclusion of any additional questions in the consensus schedule at this stage is not feasible. The center's submission in the Supreme Court comes as it faces demands for a caste-based census from opposition parties and even allies like the JDO. Meanwhile, the Maharashtra government had also requested for the release of OBC data collected by the Socio-Economic and Caste Census of 2011. Responding to this, the central government said an analysis of data showed that the caste enumeration was fraught with mistakes and inaccuracies and is not reliable after 46 lakh different caste names came up in the last census of 2011. Prime Minister Narendra Modi met with Vice President Kamala Harris at the White House on Thursday, where they decided to strengthen the Indo-US strategic alliance and discuss global issues of mutual importance, such as threats to democracy, Afghanistan and the Indo-Pacific. According to news agency PTI, during her first meeting with Modi, Harris made a suo-moto reference to Pakistan's role in terrorism, claiming that terror groups were operating in the country and urging Islamabad to take action so that it did not impede America and India's security. Their meeting took place a day before Modi's first bilateral meeting with President Joe Biden at the Quad Leaders Summit, which will take place at the White House on Friday. Harris said, It is the incumbent of two countries to protect democracies in the best interests of their citizens. She also said, and I quote, As democracies around the world are under threat, It is imperative that we defend democratic principles and institutions within our respective countries and around the world, and that we maintain what we must do to strengthen democracies at home, and it is incumbent on our nations to of course protect democracies in the best interest of peoples of our countries." The Department of Personnel and Training has issued a notification cementing a CBI probe in the alleged suicide of Akhil Bharatiya Khada Parishad President Mahan Narendra Giri, who was found dead under suspicious circumstances at his residence in Baghambari Mutt on 20th September. The UP state government had recommended a CBI probe last night after CM Adityanath said that the culprits will not be spared. The demand for a CBI probe came after the Seer community in Haridwar pointed towards a conspiracy in the Mahan's death, despite a suicide note being recovered from the site. The note alleged that the head saint was forced to take his own life after being blackmailed by his disciple Anand Giri and two others. Anand Giri and the two others have been booked under Section 306 of IPC and have been sent to judicial custody for 14 days. At the direction of the Chief Judicial Magistrate Prayagraj, Anand Giri has also been provided security in jail after he moved an application before the court that he feared threat to his life. The CJM asked the police to provide him security as per jail manual and produce him before the court through video conferencing. Mullah Nuruddin Turabi, one of the founders of the Taliban and the chief enforcer of its interpretations of the Islamic law when the Taliban ruled in the 1990s, has said that the hardline interpretations will make a comeback and punishments such as executions and amputations will be the norm again. In an interview with the Associated Press, he said, and I quote, Everyone criticized us for the punishments in the stadium. 
but we have never said anything about their laws and their punishments. No one will tell us what our laws should be. We will follow Islam and we will make our laws on the Quran." Unquote. Turabi, now in his early 60s, was the head of a religious police during the Taliban's previous rule. Under the new Taliban government, he has been made the head of jails. Listeners, after the Taliban took over Kabul, my colleague Nidhi Suresh spoke to Farzana Kochai, one of the few female members of Afghanistan's former parliament. She talked about what it was like watching the former president flee and what she thinks life will now be for the Afghan women. Check out her interview under the NL interview section of our website. Also, check out our other coverage under the Afghanistan crisis section and help us to tell more stories. If you like the work we do, please consider supporting us by going on to www.newslaundry.com and hitting the red subscribe button on the top right hand corner. Our lowest subscription starts just at Rs 300 a month. And while you're there, do not forget to check out News Laundry and Teamwork Arts annual media forum, The Media Rumble. From news to policy, tech and cinema, we have an exciting lineup of speakers who will be a part of the various virtual panel discussions spread across four days. While I record this, a session on using cartoons to speak truth to power is streaming live on YouTube. This session will be followed by sessions on how platforms struggle with regulating online hate and the inside story of Project Pegasus. You must not miss it. The discussion is scheduled to go on till Saturday. If you haven't registered already, go to TheMediaRumble.com today and register away. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.